show that uh, premiered this past week, which I don't know why. You were excited about it. Yeah, because I'm like, maybe. Every time <laughs> something like this happens, I'm like, maybe they have the right people involved. And I'll be honest, for the first couple episodes of the show, I was like, in. I'm like, this is different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a parallel show. How many showing, episodes is it? I think nine or ten. Some, somewhere between eight and ten. And it just isn't good. Like, by the end, you're kind of like... Because at the very end, I'm like, oh, that wasn't bad. And then I thought back, I'm like, no, I was fast-forwarding through a lot of stuff by the last four wow. episodes. Like, a lot. To where I was just trying to get to the end. Like, okay, here's a major plot point. Here's a major plot point. Finish it. Yeah. Um, but that... Fast-forwarding. That's... Yeah. That doesn't does. happen often, but I'm like, I just don't care. I just couldn't care. But it possessed me to go and watch the Welcome to Raccoon City movie that premiered last year. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not bad. Maybe it's because I was just backing it up against that. <laughs> but, like, not terrible. No CG zombies. Well, there was, like, a couple monsters. But, like, they were sure. all practical for the most part. And you see the outbreak happening. And honestly, like, I kind of liked it. The characters yeah. were kind of stupid. But I'm like, whatever. It's Resident Evil. Yeah. And overall, like, I I fairly enjoyed it. Like, way better. better. than, like, the, the regular... Resident Evil series, the Mila Jovovich. Yeah, the the Paul W.S. Anderson, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, far better. I mean, the production value is better. The, honestly, the camera work and the lighting was the thing I was paying attention to. I'm like, oh, man, mm-hmm. they, they got people who give enough of a crap to make it look good, you know? Yeah. Doesn't 100% stick the landing, but I'm like, that's that's fine. I'm That's okay with me as long as it's not terrible which is what the show is it's not good yeah it's it's one of those things where resident evil i don't understand why it's maintained and we'll get into it in the episode that we Mm -hmm. have today but why it's maintained such a hold well you can uh you can listen to it in last week's episode true true in this past week's episode yes but like why it's maintained such a grasp on culture because it's not something that like you say that to someone they don't know what the game is like it's not something that people really know about so yeah I mean, I, like, I don't know that I've even, I mean, I know I've never played Resident Evil, which is not, like, unusual if you know me at all, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, like, I, I can't even think of, like, what the premise of it is. It's, like, I feel like the movies have far out eclipsed the, the games at this point. I think so, and I'm not big into the games either, but it's basically, like, a, it's interesting because it's a corporation umbrella who unleashes this onto the world which i think is interesting because it's usually not if it is something like that in a zombie movie it's swept under the rug and they don't talk about that but umbrella is the it's the 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 big bad in the show it's not necessarily the zombies which i think is really interesting but i don't know they just don't stick the weirdly ahead of its time in that like that's the same kind of premise that the boys has of like here's this terrible corporation that's involved in everything. That's interesting. It pretty much. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping. Obviously, we're gonna get more Resident Evil stuff. I'm just hoping it gets a little better. Do you think Mila Jovovich is done with these? Like, do you think she? Yeah. I feel like every time I'm like, I can't imagine she'd ever do it. And she's like, Yeah, hell yeah. Here comes another well, one. So I think she's married to Paul W. S. Anderson, which is yeah. why like she's in Monster Hunter and like all these like <laughs> absolutely terrible films. Which I'm like, whatever. You know, she's having yeah. fun. I guess you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't think I would hope for her own sake that she doesn't. But if it's a good movie and they like bring her back, I'd, I'm not going to get into the Resident Evil lore. It doesn't <laughs> matter. But yeah, so I, I would say don't check the show out so they don't make another season. But so that's yeah. that's where I'm going to land on that. I do want to recommend something from Netflix called The Sea Beast, which is an animated yeah. movie that's 
awesome. Uh, like, I saw straight a up trailer awesome. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That started playing like after I finished watching something. Right, and it's uh, Carl Urban and a bunch of other people. I I can't even remember. It's a, it's Carl a ton Urban, of people. Man. Dude, it's great, and it He's and it so pays good. direct homage to Pirates of the Caribbean in like so many ways. Like, there's a sequence where they're like a, a, a sea beast is essentially like dragging them around and it turns yeah. into a whirlpool. And it's like, they, they literally did a parallel shot to, to pirates. And I'm like, this is hmm. awesome. The fact that they're doing this right now. Yeah. And it's funny. It's really fun. The animation is awesome, really unique. And it's oh, just, that's exciting to hear. Yeah. It's a, it's a good movie. And I don't that's know. That's exciting to hear. Cause a, I'm like, I feel Netflix like I wanted. Film. Yeah, it is. It's a Netflix film. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. feel like, well, I don't know if it's something that was bought or made, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I feel like I've been wanting a, an excuse to watch that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But cause it feels very young, which, yeah. you know, I mean, I guess that's, there's something to be said for a lot of animation stuff yeah. like that, but, yeah. um, I don't know. Man. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'll probably watch that this week now. It's, it's a fun time. It's, it's not like a, there's no like big music, uh, you know, musical scenes or anything. Yeah, it's it's just kind musical. of a straightforward movie, but I'm, it, it takes me back to early DreamWorks stuff, like, mm-hmm. like Treasure Planet and stuff like that, where it feels oh, nice. an adventure movie. And I just, I mean, it's, it's also a direct parallel to uh, how to train your dragon, but again, another <laughs> banger of a film. So I'm like, this yeah. is, this is great. Um, so sea beast, I do recommend watching. And the only nice. thing I'm going to mention is that I did watch casino yesterday for the Man. third time, maybe, but not in a while. Yeah. And Oh my God. That movie, Goodfellas and Wolf of Wall Street, is like Marty's trilogy yeah. of like debauchery or I whatever. Will, like- I will throw uh, <laughs> of debauchery. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that. In. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Uh, I I also watched, or no, I I watched Wolf of Wall Street the other day, but also I yeah. would put um, The Departed in his like top True. tier stuff. You know. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's Martin Scorsese, like all of its top tier stuff, but like totally. There's totally. the ones that are gonna be his top five, like forever yeah century yeah (laughs) exactly Um, and folks casinos long but my god i mean it's a movie that like doesn't follow a classic narrative structure but i don't care yeah give me de niro and pesci and sure pesci's like from chicago in that movie or whatever and i don't who cares it's just give me those guys and and let's watch some gangsters i haven't watched casino (laughs) in so long that's so good man. i'm like man that's like that's I mean, say what you will about Goodfellas, but I feel like Casino really, really established that gangster kind of. No, I guess it's the same, but like, well, the jo- I was going to say the Joe Pesci, uh, Robert De Niro like dynamic, but I guess there's been like 15 different movies <laughs> with the two of them. But I guess so. But Scorsese, but Marty, he does it the best. Mm-hmm. Like he he just understands these guys. Um, oh, man. So yeah, Casino. It's. I mean, I can't even tell you how bad everybody should watch this. It's. It's an amazing. I. Film. Uh, I. I, <laughs> I watched something this week that I think is would have made a good segue after the Sea Beast, but coming off of Casino, <laughs> casino. maybe less so. Um, <laughs> but I watched something that I'm actually kind of embarrassed to say that I don't think I've ever seen before. It was one of those ones I just checked off and I was like, of course I've seen that, and then I started watching it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen this. And that's um, my neighbor Totoro. Bruh, you'd never I seen know. Totoro? Like, I'm like literally like standing here. I'm like, I know all the like characters and stuff, but there's so many little things that I'm just like, I I feel like that moment I would remember. or like Definitely. That. So I'm like, I'm blown away. Like, and I'm over here. I'm like, of course, it's everything that like, you know, I was expecting it to be. It's like. 
it's legendary. It's like Miyazaki's yeah. like top tier. I don't know, man. I'm like, I realize that, um, and I think I said this on the pod uh, a couple weeks ago, but I realized that all of the, uh, the Miyazaki movies, the studio, uh, Ghibli, Ghibli. Yeah. I was like, oop, pronunciation <laughs> out there. Uh, <laughs> all of those are on HBO max. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to pop one of these on. And I was like, oh, Totoro. Like, oh, see, here's the thing is like going in. I was like, I've seen this because I was like, I know it's pronounced Totoro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, I like I've heard I've heard this said. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking I'm like, I must have watched clips of it or something in yeah. film school and been like, yeah, like, let's talk about Totoro or like, I, but I'm just like, I don't think I've ever seen the full thing, which is wild to me. That is pretty wild. I mean, Miyazaki, there's few especially when it comes to animation like filmmakers and creators that stand above the rest in terms of like like their body of work is just yeah just go throw on one of the movies i mean it's it truly like spirited away Mm -hmm. like naushika like there's so many films and honestly like they all look very similar so like you could have i'm sure you saw like clips and 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 moments and that's kind of what i'm thinking (laughs) i think i'm just like folding because of the animation style i'm folding it into like yeah, like Spirited Away or Howl's Moving Castle or uh, something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but man, that movie's good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so pure. Yeah. It's something that you can really feel uh, the Japanese culture like mm-hmm. come through on it. And like you can tell that like this is Japanese culture and like without really having a full understanding of, of it. Yeah. Um, It's very patient. Yeah. It's very patient. It's very like... I kept waiting for moments of like, here comes the scary part. Right. You know what I mean? Or like, here comes the part where it gets dark. You know, like I kept being like, oh, I guess no spoilers, but well, well yeah, it's if you haven't seen, I mean, I guess you yeah. hadn't seen it. So <laughs> it's like 26 years old, but like, or no, it's yeah. like 88. It's like what? 34 it's, years it's old. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's 34 years old. Um, <laughs> so, but like I kept waiting for like, oh, okay. Like the mom's going to die. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be this whole thing down back. And it's like, it doesn't, it's not that dark. It's a very no. pure kind of thing. Yeah. Um, do you think, and Totoro, Totoro, Totoro. My neighbor, John Totoro. <laughs> do you think Totoro, uh, for kids or not? Yeah. I mean, for sure. But like, at like, what is the target age group? Because some of that shit's kind of scary. Definitely. I mean, a lot of the Studio Ghibli stuff is pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, I would say either really specifically young, the cat bus. Yeah. Oh, yes. I would say either really young, where they're real, they're not a hundred percent sure what's going on. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I would be okay showing someone this right around when they see like Pixar movies. So like mm-hmm. four, maybe. I don't. I, yeah. I mean, like yeah. I don't have kids, but I like yeah in that range because it's scary, but. Yeah. It's there's a reason for it, especially and like in like Pixar stuff. There's a reasoning for things to be the way that they are. And uh, yeah, but I think they do it tastefully. So I don't know. I It's a weird thing. I kept being like, oh, my God, like I, I want to like show this to my nieces or something like that. Yeah. Um. But in the same point, I was like, that could traumatize somebody. Right. That cat well, how- bus could. <laughs> well, I mean, they're like 10 and seven at this point or. OK. Wait, I have to get this right because sometimes my in-laws listen to this. They're <laughs> nine and five. Six? Five. Nine and five. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I was like, I was going back and forth. The five, I was like, oh, it might be scary, but I think I think the thing that got me thinking about it, and I, I'm talking way too much about Totoro, but like Totoro's Impossible. voice is so low, yeah, that it is actually kind of like a like guttural, be, like yeah, yeah, kind of kind of scary kind of thing. Totally, um, but I don't know. I was debating well, about it. The only thing I'll say about that is. I have a cousin who definitely isn't listening to this, but he's like nine and mm-hmm. he went and saw Multiverse of Madness. So I'm like, I think the threshold mm. of what is scary now, and he was like, yeah, that was scary. But I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, Sam Raimi <laughs> yeah. making things scary. I think the threshold for what kids have seen and what is scary. Yeah. Like, I think they would be bored by Totoro more than they well, are Well, that was the, the other concern I had was I'm like, is this story going to pull anyone's real yeah. attention, you know? Right. That's why you got to do it young, real young. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this is the pacing that makes sense. Yeah. Not like, oh, they're they're Every time I watch a movie, I make a little mental note in the back of my head. I'm like, OK, like at what point do I show this to my kids? <laughs> the biggest argument is like, at what point am I going to show my kids Star Wars? Yeah, because that you got to time that right. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have I, I did watch a couple other things that I want to get to because I yeah. like I. <laughs> So I watched Death on the Nile, mm. which is uh, Kenneth Branagh's star-studded murder mystery thing. Sequel. Sequel, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is just the weirdest movie. It's like... It's so weird. It's fine. Yeah, it's not terrible. And it really got me thinking of, like, thinking about Kenneth Branagh as a director. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Why? And it's really weird, like, looking at his IMDb because his whole history is, like, he got his start directing, like, Shakespearean adaptations and things like yeah. that. And I'm like, I kind of get it because all of his characters are very grandiose and, like, oh, yeah. you know, archetypes and, like, all this kind of stuff. And then, like, don't have any depth to them at all. Yeah, surface you know? level, like. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like you're like, oh, here's this like the queen of the Nile, or like here's yeah. you know this, whatever, 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 and it's like, yep, that's their character yep. point, and it kind of fades away from that. So, yeah. in my curiosity about <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, I also watched Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit, which he also directed. This he dude directed, just does it all. He directed the Chris Pine Jack Ryan movie. What? Was it which any is good? Bizarre. It's perfectly adequate. Yeah. He's actually really good in it. Kenneth Branagh plays like a Russian in it. And he's what? like he's actually really, really good. But it's like it's the same kind of thing. It's like, yep, here's your spy. Here's your Russian like KGB agent. Here's your American CIA agent. Like Mm -hmm. it's all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yep, these are these big things. So like I was thinking a lot about it and I'm just like Kenneth Branagh is like a fine director. Yeah. (laughs) He's like nothing special. And I feel like coming off of like Belfast and things like that i'm like okay like here's kenneth and like a lot of his performances have that like shakespearean like gravitas behind them yeah that like you kind of get you know this this same thing uh 100 
But like, yeah, man, I'm just like, he he's fine. I'm not lining up for anything he's that fine. Kenneth Branagh directs. I mean, like you fold uh, Thor one and two in there too. It's like, yeah, directly in line. It's like, oh yeah, here's some, you know, Norse mythology archetypes. Cool. I'll play with those. Sure. Um, that's why they brought him on. Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I can also, do this. <laughs> I also like, and we'll have to have a conversation about this. I think I texted you uh, at yeah. some point about casting people who look like a character younger mm-hmm. versus digitally de-aging yes have you have you seen uh death on the nile yeah yeah so like there's the scene with him at, in war mm-hmm. in in war yeah in world war one or world war two or whatever uh yeah and it's like there's this whole opening piece and i'm like I'm staring at this guy. I'm like, this guy's like a really good young Kenneth Branagh. Like, yeah, he's well cast. Like, I can see like where he's. And then it turns out it's not Kenneth Branagh because he turns and looks at somebody and there's young de-aged Kenneth Branagh staring <laughs> sitting on the other side of the foxhole. And you're like, and it doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I was like, I was like psyched about it. And then it was like, just kidding. This is an entirely different person uh, who just happens to have some random association yeah. that kind of looks like Kenneth Branagh, but. <laughs> Um, oh my god i don't know I, yeah. I, it was a weird a weird unpacking of kenneth Branagh. uh yeah filmography there for me for a little bit but and I he's don't know. in everything dude he, he was in is. tenet he was in uh dunkirk like yeah. he's in harry potter like he's in everything it's well, kind it, of like, astounding it's a it's such a weird thing i'm like i'm curious where his passions lie like yeah, you talk to yeah. him, does like everything he want to do? Does he just want to direct? Is that like right. all he talks about, or is he like, yeah, I like to direct sometimes when things come along, but you know, right? I I do it mostly because it's like a a venue for me to have a cool role, and I'm like, yeah, perfectly legit too. And I want to sure. think it's the like, here's I'm I want to act, so here's a cool role. Like, yeah, I can direct that. Yeah. Um, and I can do whatever I want to because I'm directing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Apparently, uh, I have his IMDb here in Avengers Infinity War as Guardian Distress Call, which is, you know, how it how it starts there. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently voiced by Kenneth Brown. There you go. Cause there Thor. you go. Because, yeah. of course. Because why not? Because <laughs> he can't stay out of his own way. Wasn't he Russian in Tenet? Did you ever see Tenet? I did. Yeah. Wasn't he Russian in Tenet too? <sighs> I don't know, man. I like... This guy. I feel like I never fully unpacked Tenant. Oh no, no, we might have to do a full Nolan pod <laughs> at some point when Oppenheimer drops because like, yeah, Whoa, there's something man. going on. I feel like I would have to get four or five viewings into Tenant to have a grasp on what's going on. Yeah, because I don't even remember Kenneth Branagh being in it, but like he was like the big bad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm like completely misremembering the movie. <laughs> I think you're misremembering the movie. Hold on. Well, who's Wait, in no, it then? No, no, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm literally staring at Kenneth Branagh's IMDb <laughs> right here, and it says Tenet, so. Yeah, um, he's the guy on the boat, remember? And yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, His yeah. wife, yeah. Regardless, not about Tenet. We're not talking about Tenet right now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, available on Amazon. Um, wow. Double feature, Death on the Kira Nile. Knightley Triple feature. <laughs> Watch Belfast, Death on the Nile, and Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. 